This episode is sponsored by Clinic Concierge, providing aesthetic services as well as urgent and primary care services right in your home. Check out their website at clinicconcierge.com or call them at 214-502-5444, Clinic Concierge, the healthcare experts that come to you. Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson, and as many of you know, I am a native of Fort Worth, and after college, I chose to move to Dallas because I just felt like all the bright lights and the big city and all the restaurants and the shopping, was it was just a big draw for me. But as I started being more active on Instagram with the Bubble Lounge, I came across a lady in Fort Worth who is literally like the equivalent of the Bubble Lounge in Fort Worth. Her name is Tiffany Blackman, and she's a podcaster, a blogger. She's a chef. She does it all. And she's literally like my mirror image in Fort Worth, Texas. Tiffany, welcome to the show. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for having me, Martha. So good to see you. So Tiffany is a podcaster and a blogger and a chef, and she does all these things. And we recently got to be friends over social media. And we have found that we have so many things in common. It's almost kind of creepy, right? It is creepy. (laughs) When I met you, it was almost like looking at myself and my mouth, just my jaw opened because we're like, we have so many of the same similarities, you know? I know. It's crazy. Well, I think the first time I commented on one of your posts, it was with your purple TCU cowboy boots, and I just love them. And from there, it just escalated. It escalated. <laughs> I know. And you checked on me when I was in Cabo. I was sick with COVID and quarantined. Oh, my gosh. And uh, you checked on me, and we just became – it's amazing, the power of social media. And, I mean, I'm 57, and I – Still, I'm learning and don't get it, but that I connected with you and you're my age gap. You're younger than I am, but how you just connect. And I know. Friends. Well, what makes me laugh, though, as a mother of two teenagers, I'm always encouraging my kids, you know, not to communicate with strangers on social media <laughs> and on the Internet. And here, and I here have, we are. Here I found a new BFF from, from doing what I tell them not to do. Exactly. Is that amazing? I mean, it is. It's crazy. I know. I mean, you and I have so many similarities. You're still raising your children, um, you know, not an empty nester yet. Right. We are both, I'm still an NCL as a sustainer. Uh-huh. And your daughter is applying to college. I know it. We're I, going through all the things, and she's a couple of steps ahead of me, so she gives great advice. Mm. Been there, done that. So the similarities don't end there. What we really have in common is she's basically the equivalent of the Bub Lounge in Fort Worth. And I am a native of Fort Worth, and I just love hearing from Tiffany about how Fort Worth has changed and just all the amenities that you have, and there's so many things to do there now. Can you believe the changes in Fort Worth? You growing up there, I went to TCU. I'm not from Fort Worth, but I'm living there now. And um, I mean, my goodness, Sundance Square was the heart of Fort Worth. And now there's so much more. I mean, you came to visit me recently. I know you have family there. It is amazing. Well, I was born and raised there. And one of the biggest reasons that I came to Dallas after I graduated from college is I just didn't feel like that Fort Worth had the amenities, the excitement, the nightlife, the shopping, all the options that we had in Dallas. And I don't think I can make that argument anymore. I don't think so either. And you know what I love about Fort Worth is, Martha, I raised, Kennedy was born, my daughter, 23 now, was born in Dallas. We moved to Austin. So much, but we were so rural and out. There wasn't a lot to eat and do and in entertainment. So Fort Worth, you literally live in the area. You have an Apple store. You have an anthropology. You have all the local restaurants. 
And then, you know, for those of you out there wanting to make a day trip, it is amazing because the zoo, I mean... The, the, can you believe the zoo? I mean, on <laughs> your zoo is one of the best in the country by far and has been for so long. I love the Fort Worth Zoo. Absolutely. And Mayor Betsy Price has done such a great time, great job. She's the former mayor, but she's done such a great job of really elevating the zoo and putting it on the map. And let's not forget about the stockyards. I mean, the stockyards are fabulous. You know, I think if you live in Fort Worth, like yourself, when you did, did you really ever go to the stockyards? No, absolutely not. (laughs) But it's such the epitome of being a Texan to have that experience. And I think anyone that comes from out of state to visit us here in Dallas or Fort Worth, they need to go down there and go experience that because there's nothing else like it. You know what's interesting to me is, um, so we've had so many of the same shops and detail and restaurants in the stockyards. I can remember back when I was at TCU um, many, many moons ago, but I'm seeing these large corporations come into the area. Old Gringo Boots, for example, Mm -hmm. is relocating from California into the stockyards putting their first retail space, that is huge for the Metroplex. It just makes sense for them to be there. We love cowboy boots in this part of the country, and they should have their headquarters there. Absolutely. So having that space and with the rodeo, and I think the NFR is possibly coming. I'm I'm, I'm speaking outside my, my comfort zone now, but, I mean, there's so many things coming, and I'm not sure, but... How can a community of that size keep up with these large, large events? But they're doing it. Clear Fork's open now. Clear Fork is amazing, guys. Clear Fork is this big outdoor shopping area. You name a store, it's probably there. And I have to tell you, and I hope I don't upset anyone by saying this, but their Neiman Marcus at Clear Fork is so much better than ours. It is so modern. It's new. It's open. The inventory is better than ours. I mean, I would love to spend a day in there. I mean, it's it's cutting edge, and I think the town itself, the city, is appealing to the the new growth. I mean, look at the housing market right now. Oh my gosh, it's I just mean, crazy. Do you have friends that honestly, Martha, <laughs> that are looking for homes? Oh yeah, for sure. It is insane. no one can find anything. No can no one can find it. The inventory is so low, and um, I feel badly because I think we have this influx of of people coming to our communities we have so much to offer but we don't have the inventory right we we have so much to to bring them here but you can't live here because you can't find a house (laughs) you can't find a home absolutely i know if someone asked me the day you should sell your home well where am i gonna go (laughs) exactly i wouldn't be able to move anywhere no you know one thing i really like and uh kind of a comparison between the park cities and fort worth is they both have a very small town feel to them and they're both very focused around sports and the local colleges. We have SMU, you have TCU, and the whole community just rallies and loves to go to the games and support those groups. I think so, too. I see so many times on your podcast you support Highland Park High School. Right. And all of the athletes that are excelling into pro sports and so much more. Um, it's true. We support TCU. Um, we bleed purple, for sure. <laughs> Kennedy, my daughter, is number 19 in our family to go to TCU. So oh, my gosh. She, we all bleed purple. But, you know, just that camaraderie. People you see wearing purple, like, did you go to TCU? No, I didn't. But I am taking (laughs) up and acclimating to the community. And it's such a great feeling. We have a new coach. We've taken the SMU coach. (laughs) 
I know. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're so excited. I mean, we love Gary Patterson and Kelsey Patterson. We absolutely adore. Um, you know, sometimes it's time for a change, and we welcome uh, Sonny Dykes and his wife over, and it's just, it's just absolutely amazing. Well, what's what I've noticed, and um, my family lived in Fort Worth for many years and several generations, and my dad and my his twin, my uncle, uh, went to TCU as well, and I grew up going to the football games. But you're so right, just like that community involvement in the football team, and everything is just all about TCU, and you're you see purple everywhere, and I just I love that. But one thing I noticed is people never leave. Fort Worth. They're born there. They go to college there. They raise their families there. They never leave, which was the case with many of my family members, too. And that happens in Highland Park as well. It does. You don't want to leave. You know, I noticed that so much in Austin, raising my child in Austin. The number of people that were in our network, and you and I have had this conversation, you really do become friends with your children. You and Nellie. Yes. I mean, you met through your children, right? right? Mm -hmm. So you you meet with your, your, the children's parents, and we would find that so many of the parents went to UT, and they just never left. (laughs) So I'm seeing that. My husband, Greg's from Fort Worth, Uh and um, he's always born and bred, had a business in Fort Worth. Um, I came back. I went to TCU, left, and came back, but it's true. People don't leave, and they fall in love with the community, and isn't that cool that your children can really find a spot in their community? Yes, I absolutely love that. I remember saying to my dad, he had friends that he had going back to high school and maybe even younger than that, and just being almost envious at the time and saying, Dad, you know, how does how does this work? How do you keep these friends for so long? And he explained just the involvement in the community or with the city in general. That's, you know, you just build relationships by being extremely active and involved in anything that you do. You know what, Martha, it's interesting that a lot of people that I talk to, I, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, not a lot, but just a percentage of people that say, I went to high school in Fort Worth and went to Pascal or, mm-hmm. or, or wherever Heights, and they left but transferred back. You know what I mean? Like right. they went away because they're like, I got to get out of here. I right. have to leave Fort Worth to create my own identity. Uh-huh. But then they came Then they back. came right back. Isn't yeah. that something? But it's that small town feel. I think it's just small town. Just like you with Highland Park. I just think it's a small town feel. Okay, so we've established that there's a lot of similarities between the park cities and Fort Worth. And one of our biggest purposes out there is to make life easier for our audience. And since we're sending them to Fort Worth, I want to give them the Park City Survival Guide to going to Fort Worth. So let's talk about where everyone should go. Like, we love to go to Me Casino. That's our a big restaurant here. What is your equivalent to Me Casino? Okay, so we have the Me Casino in Fort Worth, which I love. But if you're coming to Fort Worth, you have to go to Joti Garcia's. You do have to go oh to Joti's. I mean, that is just an institution an that has been there for so many years. And it's a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. If you don't hit Joti's, you're doing yourself a disservice. 1,000%. You got to go there. <laughs> I love Me but Joti's. So Joti's has kind of a limited menu still, right? Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. so good. The margaritas are have been known for decades (laughs) better uber very famous yes definitely take an uber and then they have the big outdoor area by the pool that is just beautiful yes they they have that they have you know they have a couple of different venues now and they just kill it i mean they're just they're tried and true the landcart family's done a great job of 
you know, creating Mexican food and atmosphere right almost to the stockyards. So we have Snyder Plaza in the heart of University Park, and it really serves as kind of our town square. We have a big Christmas tree lighting every holiday season, and people just love to go there, walk around and shop. What would be the equivalent to Snyder Plaza? You know, Martha, so what's hit Fort Worth is the modern day shopping, the outdoor shopping, which is Clear Fork, the Neiman Marcus, all of those, the Toy Birds, they're putting in Gucci now, all of that, and a lot of... And uh, Tiffany's. Yes, a <laughs> lot of um, a lot of fun, there's pinstripes and things like that, but I honestly think on Camp Bowie, on the bricks, um, all of those shops, little boutiques, fabulous shop, Prippy, um, Birdie, um, Jones, Keeping Up with the Joneses, all of those fabulous ones. And then you've got the, in, the you know, the interior designs that are so specialized, Park and 8th, um, that are just fabulous. So it's very um, Fort Worth feel, very small, um, what am I trying to say, uh, small business, right. support small. Oh, yes, love that. And that's what it is. You recently came over to Fort Worth, and I listed out about 10 stores you got to go and see. <laughs> she did. I was coming to see my mom, and I literally didn't know where to go. I knew that we wanted to run around and do some shopping. I didn't know where the hot spots were, and she gave me a long list, and I hit them all, and they were all amazing. Loved every bit of it. And you know, Martha, they uh, recently started Fort Worth Fashion Week. They had their first, um, oh gosh, I can't even remember, in the spring. And they did uh, the boutique crawl. Oh, that's fun. Down Camp Bowie. And you know what? For those boutique owners, small business, how fabulous is it to be recognized? And you just, on a Friday night, you just walked along the bricks. You had a glass of champagne here, a glass of wine, and... It was just wonderful, and it just makes you feel so good supporting local. Okay, we need to do something like that here because, to my knowledge, we don't do anything like that, and that sounds really great. I love that. So supportive. So what about, like, uh, if our listeners want to come over to Fort Worth and maybe spend the night and make a a couple of days out of it? You know, um, the Stockyards is a place that you just need to go. Yes. It's so unique. No, you don't have to wear cowboy boots and a cowboy <laughs> <laughs> You certainly don't. But it's so unique. It's on a walking path. Um, I would say go there. The Hotel Drover is a great, fabulous new place that's very rustic and feel. Hotel Dreis is over across from the new Dickies Arena. I say oh, new because nice. we were oh, during that is COVID. very new. But yes. the Hotel Dreis is fabulous. It's across the street, such a booming area. I mean, okay, this is showing my age. Rod the Bod, Rod Stewart is coming in July. <laughs> in July? And I'm like, oh my gosh, we've made it. But the number of hotels in that area and restaurants will just be booming. Well, you guys are so lucky because I know forever my cousins have kind of complained about having to drive to Dallas to go to concert, but now you have the Dickies Arena, which is just beautiful. I haven't visited yet. I've seen pictures. It looks amazing. And you're getting lots of big names, just like you said, Rod Stewart, and it goes on from there. And so now you can just go in your backyard, not have to drive all the way to Dallas. You don't. I mean, it's it's amazing. I mean... You honestly, I, I look at, at, at what we've done. We would have concerts at TCU, at the Amon Carter, at the, at the, at the Shulmo. But now we have Dickies, and we, have, we are established. I mean, it's a huge, it's a huge, it's a small, it's a large, small town. But 
we just we've we're we're making a name you really are you've you've done an amazing job like i said earlier i don't think i can use the excuse of you not having amenities anymore because you have everything i know isn't it great i mean the shopping the retail with the retail the shopping the zoo we talked about that and then tcu that brings so many so many people in and i know your daughter you're you're at that point of of determining where you where you apply my daughter knew where she wanted to go 1000 percent. i i think i talked to you earlier about being number 19 in the family but the number of californians that are her sorority sisters is unbelievable but honestly they stay they love 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 texas and they stay in the dfw area so they come um, here for college and then they end up being permanent residents isn't it amazing don't you ever wonder and i've asked these families that come into our home why how did you choose tcu and and it seems to be a trifecta baylor tcu smu so it's like this triangle and they're like we just love it fell in love with the campus fell in love with the people i mean smu of the park cities and then tcu baylor is waco I'm not a Baylor fan, even though my sister went. (laughs) But, you know, I mean, it's just a cool, I mean, it's just, it's so neat that people from another state would come in and go, wow, this is pretty neat. Well, Alexis is interested in TCU. I would not mind her being 45 minutes away to tell you the truth. (laughs) I know. Come on, Alexis. We got this. So we've established we have a lot in common, and you're basically the bubble lounge over in Fort Worth. It's kind of like I'm interviewing yourself, but let's tell the audience a little bit more about you. Oh, my goodness. So I'm so honored, Martha, because I adore you, that you call me the the equivalent <laughs> to the bubble lounge because you just are doing such great things. I just appreciate you so much, so much and I adore you. Um, myself. So I am a chef by trade, went to TCU, went to Johnson & Wales. Okay, that's where we become different because I am not <laughs> a chef. No. By any stretch of the imagination. Oh, no. <laughs> so I am a chef, and um, I didn't know you could have a degree in being a chef, but I do. And um went to culinary school and then started working in the media. I have never held a job in a restaurant. Never really? have, and I hope I never do, because I admire the Stephen Piles, the Dean Fairings, all of those Kent Rathrens so much, but that's not my calling. So um, I went into media and writing cookbooks. And um, that was my calling. So did television and radio for many, many years, wrote three cookbooks. And um, after years and years of morning television, I finally said, you know what, I have something else to do. So I raised my daughter. And I started um, Instagram three years ago and began influencing. And I didn't even know what that meant, but started influencing, posting every day, um, then started a blog because I heard that was necessary. And then two years ago, started my podcast, my so-called fabulous lifestyle podcast. Um, we are on our 120th episode right behind you. And you are an inspiration to me. Um, we talk about everything from divorce to menopause to having children to losing children to mental health, um, crime, everything. We talk about everything. But it's been such a fascinating, as you know, I mean, doing a podcast, it's like therapy. You learn <laughs> about so much. You you learn about the community, people that need help, and you're out there to help. And I know you and I are caregivers. So... <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I love fitness. I love food. 
And uh, that's what I'm doing. Well, you're so fun to follow on social media because you are like you and I have talked about the word consistency is key. Constantly talking about that. And you are on social media every day sharing your morning routine of your workout, which you just informed me happens at 530 a.m., which is very admirable. (laughs) Get that done. And then you're very into coffee. Mm-hmm. And you travel quite a bit. And then, of course, the fashion. I mean, you just you cover such a wide spectrum of things. And I just think it's so fun to follow you. Well, I appreciate that. And, you know, there was a time where, um, you know, with social media, it's are you blogging? Are you do you have another social outlet? Are you doing stories? Are you doing reels? Are you doing TikToks? And we've done it all. We've gone viral on TikToks. We're doing reels. Um you have to step back and take a glance at what you're doing. Um, I often wonder who cares <laughs> that I get up and work out. But then we were out Saturday night. There's a new restaurant. We have to try it. And um, Fort Worth. And two women came up to me and said, you don't know me, but you help me get my rear end out of bed every day and go to the gym. See? And I'm like, okay, I'm just really like, who cares? But it's those accolades that you hear from women and men. You helped me through divorce. Right. That's Um, why you're doing it. I mean, so many people don't acknowledge it, but you actually are helping them. But when they go out of their way, like what you just said, and tell you, give you a compliment, you know you're making a difference in their life, that just, it just melts your heart. And it just means so much to you to hear that. Yeah. You know, my husband held my hand and goes, this is why you started this. (laughs) This is why you did this. And I'm like, yeah, it, it is. It's. I want to make a difference in people's lives and somehow, and I want people to learn from my mistakes and my success, but I learn more from my mistakes. Absolutely. You I know? mean, and you shouldn't look at those as failures, but rather a stepping stone to get to the point where you're doing it the right way. Exactly. Exactly. So it's a fun ride. We're still trying to figure it out. You know, you and I collaborate so well mentally, and it's so refreshing to have someone that works with you and you say, hey, this didn't work or this works. It's just refreshing. It's fabulous. Well, I'm just big on supporting other women like we talked about earlier Mm -hmm. in the car. And I just don't like it when women compete against each other and they don't want to share their resources or their connections and things like that. Like I would, it makes me happy to connect people and help them improve themselves and and go on to do bigger and better things. Oh my gosh, y'all share, share. (laughs) I mean, and maybe, Martha, maybe it's our age span. We're in our 50s and Maybe it is our age span that we want to help so desperately. And, I mean, I do. I really want to tell everyone my tricks and trades, but not everyone does. (laughs) Share! (laughs) Yeah, so true. So where can our audience find you? You have so much wisdom to share with us. Oh, gosh. Okay, so on Instagram, it's Tiffany C. Blackman, as well as Facebook. And then My So-Called Fabulous is my podcast, and it's on Spotify, Apple, um, all of those podcast platforms. And, of course, my website, TiffanyCBlackman.com. So please follow, rate, and review. (laughs) Tell us what you think. (laughs) Well, Tiffany, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much, Martha. It's so good to see you and talk to you. That's been another episode of The Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson, and we'll catch you next time.